Hello, everybody. This is the Ear Flaps Podcast, the podcast where we tear apart our favorite movies for educational purposes. With us today, we have myself, Annie, and Lizzie, and Rachel, and Max. And over in the corner, we have Josiah uh, running sound for us. Yo. Today's movie is Frozen. (laughs) (laughs) It came out in 2013, uh, starring Kristen Bell, Adina Menzel, Josh Gad, Alan Tudyk, and a bunch of other people that no one knows about. (laughs) Except for people who watch Glee. When I say no one, I mean the, the five people in the room. Frozen was a very small indie movie um, <laughs> done by this small studio called Disney. Mm. Um, it was directed by Chris Buck and Jennifer Lee. Jennifer Lee, this was her first feature. Um, she also co-wrote it. A, a small indie film. Yeah, small indie film by a small studio called Disney. And it only did mildly well in the box yeah. office. I mean, it, it, oh, it, man. It, I think it made its budget back. <laughs> Pretty sure. Uh, when Frozen came out, I was excited about it because um, Tangled had been so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it was, and then some of our friends went to see it, and I remember hearing back from them, it's better than Tangled. It's better than Tangled. Tangled. So I was really excited to see it. We didn't that, go see it in the that theater, was, though. That was we? me. I was one of those people. That said it was better, could have been better than Tangled. No, 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 no. No, but that's because I was just running on a high off of that end sequence that's so cool and epic and cinematic. <laughs> I, and no, then the more before, I thought about it, the more I was like, oh, I heard this from is some people movie. who like, went to see it on opening night. Oh. Yeah, and they, they were like, it's better than Tangled. Tangled. And then more and more stuff came out about it, about like they would release clips from it and like other reviews about it. And more and more, I was like, like are, are you sure? sure? Yeah. So, I mean, as Annie said in the, intro, in the intro, we break down our favorite films. I don't think we're going to call this one our favorite film. <laughs> I think I would watch it again. I think really? it's fun. Okay. I think, yeah, despite it's, its problems. It's yeah. an enjoyable watch. And because I don't mind Let It Go, I wouldn't mind, you know, my kids watching it or something like that. It's, right. I don't mind having the music in my house and around. Oh, I do. <laughs> I was tired of Let It Go before we watched the movie. Mm, that was Because that was well, my fault because yeah. I was playing it around yeah. the house. <laughs> it was all your fault. You didn't watch it in theater. You waited until it came out on DVD. Yeah. Yeah. But I had heard, I'd heard the song so many times. So many times. And all of my piano students and voice <laughs> students wanted to do something from Frozen. So not only did I hear the music, I heard it, you know being worked on by someone who's learning to play the piano. Oh, it's beautiful. It was was so beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) I think that uh, as we're watching the movie, we really, we're going to try and focus on how they could have fixed it. You know, not just on what's wrong with it, but also on how they could have fixed it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because I think we all have major problems with it, which we'll get into. So we're just going to start watching it from the beginning, and Max will cue you off. Um, spoiler alert, we, we're assuming that if you're listening to this, you've already seen the movie, and you won't be surprised by anything that we say, because we're going to be talking about some of the plot elements before they come up. And we're starting the movie right when the 
beginning of the Disney logo fades in, which is basically just a sky with a bunch of stars and clouds. And the Lion King soundtrack is playing. Okay, ready? Three, two, one, play. So I was really off put by the music yeah. in this part once we get into the uh, movie because oh the first sounds like the Lion King. Uh, you know, actually the no. first thought the first thought I had was I thought we were watching Frozen, not Moana. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, no, the first time we watched it, we we watched it a lot at, later after it came out, so we'd already heard a bunch about it, and I'd already heard like most of the songs from it because I do that. I go and listen to songs from movies I haven't seen, but. So I heard this and I'm like, this sounds nothing like any of the rest of the songs that I've heard. And yeah. I really love the tone of it, but it was like, this feels like it's not going to fit. Yeah. I really like the the choir of the music, though. Well, they do go back to it. They have a choir during the coronation yeah. scene. They have well, a actually, similar sound because they have like the choir up in the balcony. Right. They actually bring it back in the very end. As well. Oh, really? Right. When Anna's walking over the frozen lake, they bring it back just slightly, and I was like, "Hey!" Yeah, there's a there's a few moments where they bring it back, but it's like the better version of this. <laughs> it, because there's like two levels. There's choir, and then there's a part that sounds like Lion King. And I don't know enough of music about music to differentiate the two, but there's like. There's like a there's like a chant kind of a thing. Yeah. That's what sounds weird. And then there's like all these like ethereal. Yeah. I love this like, shot. Nice that's cool. specular map. Oh, the light is pretty. It's so pretty. Okay, and this song too. It does not fit with the rest of the movie. I know. It's and the it, best one though. I know. And like it really sets a darker tone. Well, it more sets the tone of the world for me. You know, yeah. like the Scandinavian and yeah. how the people think, but it did not set up Elsa and Anna's Anna. world, yeah. which I didn't yeah. like. This is much more of a musical world. Like, I want to see this world more. <laughs> well, it, it's like, it well, this is to set up Kristoff. Um, yeah. yeah. This is setting up Kristoff's world, but he's not the main character, so why are we seeing his world first? But I like that they write up set off that he likes to eat carrots with his dog. Reindeer. <laughs> it's a dog. I know. I have that problem. He does not act like a reindeer. Well, here they're also setting up the ice, like in that last scene yeah. where all the ice was poking. But up. like the ice has nothing to do with anything. Well, yeah. Well, it, it does. They're singing about Elsa. Yeah, they're singing. They're they're setting up how dangerous the ice can be, and so I suppose they, I never thought about that way. They're they're setting up how dangerous Elsa's powers could get. Kind of. It felt more like they were setting up, look at all these people who are used to dealing with, with ice. ice and cold weather. <laughs> yeah, but if you if you listen to the words, they're talking about, like, love and frozen heart and, yeah. and all these really things that come Did they really just leave back. the little five-year-old uh, yes, they alone did. by <laughs> the frozen lake? The northern lights are pretty. When I see that scene, I, I can only think about the Honest Trailer version of the song. Which is just them chanting, we, we are, are cutting, cutting ice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Little Anna is so cute. It's so cute. <laughs> and why would they put a big window in the room where they're trying to sleep? Because it's cinematic. Yeah. It's so bright. I would people, sleep. in movies, people sleep with way more light than they do in real life. Mm -hmm. 
So I really, really like this introduction of Elsa and Anna. Uh, yeah. Like, you really yeah. get the, it, well, Anna's character right <laughs> away here. <laughs> <laughs> well, you get Elsa's, too, that she's well, not as... Well, that's one of the issues I have with Frozen, is that I don't feel like I ever really get a good grasp on Elsa's character. I mean, she's here as a little girl. This is before whatever happened with the trolls. We're really not sure. Um, mm-hmm. But she really changed afterwards when she became afraid and was isolated all the time. So here we see her probably as she actually is, her real character. But she's really changed by the time she grows up. And and then she changes again when <coughs> she runs away. And then she changes again. And so you're, I never really feel like we get a grasp on Elsa, which is probably one of the biggest problems with the film, in my opinion. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Hi, I'm Olaf, and I like warm hugs. (laughs) (laughs) Really capture little kids here. I don't think I've ever hugged a snowman. Uh, That sounds so cool. I know. Why why isn't she soaked? Yeah. Because it's Disney magic. This scene does a really good job of uh, doing their relationship as well as kind of setting up Elsa's powers a little bit. But then the danger... Okay, I do not like that moment there. Mm-hmm. Why not? Because it's, well, yeah, it's accidental is my problem. And it's more that it was Anna's fault more than it was Elsa's. You know? Mm-hmm. Anna oh, was yeah. racing ahead and being reckless, and Elsa accidentally struck her and and then here they're like what have you done because like the <laughs> point of this scene is to set up how dangerous elsa is but it doesn't work because it was Anna's fault you know what's yeah. anything that elsa was doing yeah oh and this silly thing and then oh. dwarven rooms where we have to go. and where the heck are all the other people in the palace uh, yeah why is it the king and the queen going like do they have no guards <laughs> yeah, like, people just let the king and queen race off into the night. So yeah. those those ice people that were cutting all the ice, uh huh. They don't. Do they even know who the kid is? Because <laughs> the trolls raised the kid. Yeah, it's like who the heck? Yeah, Kristoff. Where did he come from? Right. We still don't know. Oh, the trolls. I can't decide. The trolls feel like they don't fit in this movie. Like they're interesting right. in the story, but. I know why they're here. Okay. Why? Okay, so the Frozen is loosely, loosely based off of a, a fairy tale called the Snow Queen. Um, and there are trolls in the Snow Queen. But they're the villains of... Well, the Snow Queen is a very wandering, meandering tale that not everything's connected very well. So the trolls are like the villains at the beginning, and then they never come back. Yeah. They're the ones who... Um, kind of create the the mirror you guys know the so, fairy tale i i do i mean i was reading the same article this part is actually kind of creepy yeah. like and makes no sense <coughs> Light, or real-time photoshop i know okay but how does that heal He's her did he he said he was taking away all the magic and the memories of magic does he mean he was removing elsa's magic from her mind mm-hmm. yes why did he remove the memories of magic we don't know no. Because story. Because well, <laughs> it, if if you watched in that in that uh, you know that we were watching a video about the behind the scenes in there, they talked so much about like how did she get her powers and all that, and it just got more confusing. So they decided to like not explain anything, just 
say that she has powers. Mm-hmm. And she was born with it. Yeah. So, oh, so, so they kind of... They realized that explaining her power messed up the film too much, and so they decided not to. Oh, I kind of feel like they cut it out too much. I agree with not explaining it, like, mm-hmm. doing that, but they didn't explain enough to where... To me, when you don't explain something enough, it leaves the audience with multiple... Uh, I don't know, guesses on what's actually going on. The problem is when it's a crucial plot element, you shouldn't have your audience guessing on what's going on, mm-hmm. you know? Oh, I love this moment <laughs> from behind. <laughs> I just, the animation for this song in particular is so yeah. cute. I really love <laughs> Little Anna. El- Anna's expressions. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> okay, I have major issues here too. It's like the first thirty minutes of this movie just don't work, and so the rest of it could have worked, but it's based on this. But Where this is the part of the movie that's good. <laughs> well, I agree. I love this song, and it's so cute. But where the heck are the rest of the people? They fluctuate back and forth between Elsa and Anna were all alone in the palace and they never saw each other to they have all these servants to do things and guards to yeah. hold the gates closed and they keep fluctuating back and forth in in a way that doesn't make any sense you yeah. know well, it kind of does if the king and queen just isolated them and minimized the staff like they said that well they yeah. said minimize the staff but a lot of the lyrics in this song is anna saying and later in the other song is like wow i'm gonna meet real people you know, well, yeah. well, you met people, they're in the palace with you, taking care of you. And also, mm-hmm. it in a little bit, they show it, it goes like three years past or something. Mm-hmm. And, <clears throat> I mean, as you see in the coronation scene, Anna and Elsa have had contact in all this time. But they don't really show it. Yeah. And I really want to see more of that. Like, I mean, even just a few shots here and there, that they did actually have some contact, but... Like, Elsa was always, like, distant and getting back to her room and kind of, that mm-hmm. kind of thing. Yeah, I didn't. Oh, I parents really died. Like, I like that moment. Too. Did you guys know the Disney theory about that? Oh, what, yeah. That they're... Um, Tarzan's parents. Oh, Tarzan's parents. Yeah. Oh, right, That they right. didn't actually die in that <coughs> ship crash, or the... Yeah. When the ship drowned. Sank. Yeah. <laughs> Ships See, here... Why isn't Elsa there? Yeah, why isn't Elsa there? Yeah, I wanted to at least see her there, and then she like rushes back to her room and shuts out Anna or something like that. Like this moment. Yeah. She just said, (laughs) "Aww." Because the reason why it's weird is because they're not showing the parts that we need to understand. Elsa's character. We're only seeing the parts that we need to understand Anna's character. Right. And so it doesn't make sense that the movie tells us later on that the movie is about Elsa. And do you think that's a side effect of Elsa originally was going to be the villain in the story? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. she, originally she was going to be the villain until they saw the Let It Go song. And they thought it was so good that they decided to make her more of a good character. Yeah, because it's not a villain song. Right. It's, and it's obviously a very sympathetic character. Right. Three years later. <sighs> but you can't have a sympathetic character that you didn't build as a character. 
I know. So she's just, yeah. Yeah. I that, de- that's, I, like, my biggest problem with the movie. I definitely feel like that's an issue. Like, I feel and like the script needed a couple more go-throughs to catch some of this stuff. Like I was saying about the servants, something that really bothers me is also just but the world. <laughs> I do love the exposition in this part. It was pretty well done, explaining what's going on. But, yeah, continue. Oh, there's Kristoff. I like Kristoff. Um, <laughs> what was I going to say? Oh, that the world building in general is just really shaky uh, because oh, they don't set up how the uh, Elsa's and Anna's lives were. Like I was saying, these, they set these up are the, the first other people that you see except for the funeral. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, but they don't set up like how the higher or the monarchy works. They, you know, the part where Anna just leaves Hans in charge. Hans doesn't have any connection to them at all like why would she leave him in charge i mean i can see that she would want to but that's not actually legal for her to do it like there's no no, no... she was the next in line after elsa yeah but <laughs> no no she left hans in charge hans even if she said that there would be more people who would be in charge like oh, right, who runs right. the castle and who runs the guards and you know it's like there's all these missing characters that should be I there see. in running a kingdom yeah. but let's talk about her hair in this scene. <laughs> <laughs> okay for the first time a princess has realistic and hair, hair. <laughs> and well like going back to the nobody's seen them the the two guys to set up this little payoff here where they were talking about oh i bet the princesses are beautiful means nobody has seen well them. no i was thinking about that i think that they were from a foreign country Mm-hmm. The princess yeah, has been very isolated with. Hey, look, there's a server. Arendelle. Yeah, like I know, but she's talking about how she's never seen people before. And she didn't <laughs> even know the windows could open. And have salad plates. <laughs> Some of it makes sense, but it a sounds lot of kind it of, doesn't. It's, uh, it sounds kind of weird, but I think she's just talking about people of her own age, class. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> class and age. You know, like she's just been stuck in in here with a few servants. You know. Well, then why didn't they show that? But why didn't they take her out? Like, she could ask the guards to take her out walking. It's like, there's a lot of... To, it makes sense because it's a fairy tale. And, you know, if you were telling this as a fairy tale, it would be once upon a time there were two princesses who never left the castle gates because blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. But then they don't actually support it because they have all of these servants here. And it's like, if you're going to do a fairy tale, go full fairy tale. But it's like flip-flopping in between fairy tale and realism. Mm-hmm. And I love a lot of the realism, like Anna, Kristoff, and Hans, I think, are really great at seeming like real people. Well, Hans, we'll get to, but <laughs> <laughs> Anna and Anna and Kristoff feel like real people, you know? Yeah. They don't suffer from the, prin- the Disney Prince and Princess syndrome. You know, think about Snow White and Sleeping Beauty, oh. where they don't feel like people. people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I really love this song. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for the first time in forever, and she's yeah. talking about all of her, or singing about all of her feelings and yeah. her. <laughs> you you, you ha- just fall in love with her because she's such a klutz. <laughs> <laughs> it also really sets up <laughs> that she's desperate to find like, someone. Yeah, so it makes her meeting Hans work really well. well. Yeah, really well, at least on her side. Have Have you ever been there somewhere between elated and gassy? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I think so. <laughs> I do like the animation in this scene, especially. You know, it's so Anna was based off the character from the fairy tale, um, Gerda, who's the main character in the Snow Queen fairy tale. 
Um, because Elsa was originally the villain, so it was really just going to be about Anna, and they weren't going to be sisters and all that sort of stuff. But I can really imagine how fun that would be if it was just Anna without Elsa, because Elsa's a problem. party pooper. <laughs> yeah. um, I, I really don't like the... I mean, I see what they're trying to do with the contrast in songs, but it's so heavy-handed. I don't mind heavy-handed. It's a fairy tale. <laughs> uh, I don't know. It just yeah, seemed... Like, Where were all those servants? I was and a little... These guys. And, okay, so she walks out, and no one's ever seen her, and nobody pays any attention. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. And why are they cake carrying the cake in? Uh, because. You know, it's just like, hello, does anyone notice the singing princess? <laughs> Yeah. No, they're all interested in the queen. But look at the difference between Anna and Elsa's uh, costume design. Like, Anna's dress, you know, she's just got the little sleeves where, you know, hers is bright, bouncy. She's always twirling her skirt, whereas Elsa, you know, she's got the long sleeves. Her dress is very kind of heavy and doesn't bounce at all. And, you know, she wears that heavy cape. You can really tell the difference. And, by of course. The yep. <laughs> Like, Suddenly a Disney horse. Yeah. You know, if you really did get hit by a horse that way, I don't think it would just be a light bump. <laughs> yeah, no. So something I really don't like uh, in when they do double characters like Hans mm-hmm. is like Hans didn't have enough foreshadowing. I don't feel like. Well, I was I was actually watching it when we watched it last night in preparation for doing the podcast. Yeah, he. He doesn't have the foreshadowing, but if you know that he's a double character like that, um, you can start to see where he is the mirror character. Because like Annie was saying, he's based off of the mirror, which, I don't know, maybe you can explain it better, Annie. Yeah, so the fairy tale, the mirror's kind of disconnected from the whole fairy tale, so I'm not sure why it's in there, but the mirror um, was kind of, it represents um, not really sin, but um, kind of like your inner darkness or your inner selfishness. And the the tale about the mirror is that these trolls created the mirror, and then they they like to show it to people for fun to play tricks on people. And then one day they carried it up to the sky and dropped it, and it and shattered into a million pieces. This is the moment where they show him. He, like he shouldn't be doing that yeah. right there. Like where's the evil smirk? But that would be <coughs> foreshadowing too right. much. All right, there's the choir. The choir. Um, so the mirror shattered into a million tiny pieces, and it got blown through the wind, and it would get caught in people's eyes and hearts, and they became selfish. That's the idea of they'd the mirror. I think it was they'd only be able to see the bad in people. Right. Yeah. And <coughs> that kind of stuff. So that's really. It has been confirmed that that's where inspiration for Hans's character ah. came from. Mm-hmm. That he is this this story's version of the mirror. That he always reflects whatever is his emotions and what he's doing is always a reflection of what the other person in the conversation is doing. So you see that especially with Anna that he just kind of adapts to how she is and latches onto her. Yeah, mm-hmm. and says, "Yeah, that's what I was thinking." Yeah, when that wasn't what he was he's thinking. thinking. I- but you, it's very subtle. Why did she have to take her gloves off? I know. I was just <laughs> going to say, like, where, where did that, why did that loss start? Again, see, it's like world building. It feels like it's there, but it's not. Right. And so if they had cut out the We Are Cutting Ice song, 
and put more into the world building a little bit, I feel like it would have helped a lot. Yeah. Another issue I think that Elsa's character has, or rather another thing related to that you don't really get her, is that she seems, in these beginning scenes, she seems so confined and stately. <coughs> and I get that they did it on purpose, where she's controlling herself and she feels very, you know, like that walk there. Mm -hmm. She's like, I am walking queenly because I am the queen. <laughs> I like the contrast between the characters, but I wanted to see Elsa kind of lose that, you mm -hmm. know, more to where you could see that's not who she really is. And, you know what I mean? Like, do you feel like I you mean, get you're, that? I mean, you're starting to supposed to feel a little bit of that right here. Yeah, where she loosens up. Okay, have they never spoken to each other yeah. in the whole no, three no, years that they have been dead? But then why is she acting like that? Like, hi, I don't even know you. I think she's just... It doesn't make sense. Yeah. Well, like, it's because it's the only time... Like. I mean, I get that they've never been to a party, but then later they know how to dance and... Oh, sister moment right here. Mm, yeah. Okay. I thought that was cute. Yeah. Where you can tell that uh, um, Elsa's, I always get their names mixed up, but um, that they're loosening up and, like, remembering that they're sisters. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, and the Duke of Weaselton. Weaselton. <laughs> the Duke of Alan Tudyk. <laughs> I did not understand. <laughs> <laughs> I like that the sisters they like... <laughs> I love the toupee. I don't understand what was up with his weird dancing, why that was in there. I mean, it was amusing, but it didn't really do anything. Because yeah, it's he's, just... He's supposed to be, like, the... He's supposed to be the one you think is the villain. That's what I got, was he mm. was... No, I don't think so. No, he's not the villain. He's the the pawn, almost. I mean, he's not but really the pawn. But they're setting him up as the villain. Yeah. You know? But but they <laughs> never set him up as a contender, you know, not like as a con so no. somebody to be taken seriously. I, I think that's what this is. Well, okay. They're setting him up as a villain that is not to be taken seriously. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Sprightly. <laughs> yeah. I I really like Anna's animation. She feels really human, you know. Mm-hmm. And you really. But not Elsa's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I, you get the, f that's what I mean, you can't get a handle on Elsa's character, because she's never her real self here, you can tell that she's constrained, but you want to know what she's actually like, and I don't feel like her letting go <laughs> was her either, you know, right, Look and Hans, I actually, <laughs> I actually don't mind Elsa's character here, Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like this is okay. You know, she's being constrained. She's in public. She's trying not to stress out. Mm -hmm. You know, that makes sense to me. It's her later character. <laughs> yeah, like, that, 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 yeah, that was the part with Hans. I really, really like this sequence because, you know, like in Cinderella and Sleeping Beauty, all they do is dance with the guy, and then they're like, I'm oh, madly in love. At least, I know they're playing on the trope, you meet a guy and you fall in love and stuff, but at least they're even doing that correctly, where they're talking <laughs> and having fun and getting to know each other. At least some. <laughs> mm -hmm. Here's set up for Hans. They're like talking. <laughs> Sympathetic moment for Hans. Yeah. Yep. I, the second time around, I actually felt like Hans didn't hold up. You mean in... In his... 
I felt like it was too much. Like they never, like Max was saying, they never gave a hint, and so it's it's good the first time. It, yeah. But the second time watching it, you're like, this doesn't make any sense. Wait, Especially there should have been a small amount of foreshadowing. Yeah. Mm. I don't, and it doesn't make any sense what he does either. Like, what what exactly is his plan? We're not sure, because we're never sure what's up with him. I can't decide if I like this song or not. Like, it's a very catchy song, but I'm also like... It doesn't fit the world. Yeah. Okay. I like it. I mean, the, the sound of it and the instrument in, instrumentation oh, is very see. modern. Yeah. Which, well, which is a problem. I know, but I don't know. For this one, This I one in know. particular, I wished it wasn't quite as poppy. Mm. But... <laughs> yeah, the guard didn't <laughs> see them. <laughs> <laughs> I was sitting here going like, oh, that looks like fun to do. Slide across the floor and go sit on a roof. Oh, yeah, they're yeah, the yeah. sandwiches. That's yeah, what I was finish each say. other's sandwiches. That's what I was going to say. You know, there's a lot of moments in this song where if you kind of look at it from the other way, you can see that he's just telling her what she wants to, what hear. She wants yeah. to hear, and she's telling him what she wants to hear. <laughs> and he's really good at reflecting it back to her. Is this part especially that's what are they that standing looks on more like a modern m- musical there and then they were doing the robot earlier yeah you know i i don't know if it was just me but when i first saw the movie i thought this was i wasn't paying super attention to the environment but i thought this was supposed to be a montage over like days <laughs> you know like it typically is yeah and then they come back and said i just met him an hour ago <laughs> because did, did anyone so else locations yeah yeah and I different lighting so, setups yeah. was, was that like that one that one feels like i mean i know it isn't but it felt like daylight mm-hmm. and they come back to the party i i thought it was <gasps> meant to be a joke but maybe it wasn't yeah me again why'd she say that I never got yeah. that one. There's a discrepancy there in their level of relationship. In fact, this whole this whole scene has the wrong level of <laughs> relationship for the rest of the film. Because the rest of the film, Anna's like, she's my sister, she loves me, she wouldn't hurt me. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> and, and... But this is the only interaction we've seen between them, really. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You know, just thinking about the cinematography of this movie, it's not very exciting. Mm-hmm. Well, it's a Disney movie. Well, but Disney movies can have exciting cinematography. Yeah, but it's okay because this one's for kids, you know. Yeah. It's you can yeah. forgive it. Not exciting. Here it's I'm like, go Elsa. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. really good at the landscape stuff, especially like at the ending and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like setting up the environment and where yeah. people are. That's good, but, but it's kind of bleh. Yeah. Just kind of like, and here's a shot, and... <laughs> There, there's a moment later on in the ice that? castle where I was wanting it to be more handheld feeling. <laughs> you know, here's here's another part. Okay, so the frozen wasteland that's about to ensue, mm-hmm. um, it's it's Anna's fault. I <laughs> know. <laughs> <laughs> again, uh, <laughs> Anna was being stupid. But again, I guess and impetuous. Kind of it. You feel this one's a little more Elsa's fault because she's older. You know, because. That's the whole thing is that she should be, she shouldn't let, as queen especially, there's going to be a lot of things that she has to deal with that she doesn't like or that make her afraid or scare her or whatever. Yeah. And so she, there is a, a 
kernel of truth that she does need to control it and she does need to be able to react to things without overreacting. And I think it's different here because she's a lot older, you know? When she's a kid, mm-hmm. she wasn't emotionally reacting to the one with when, uh, when Anna's brain got hit. She was just trying to keep up. And yeah. she got a little scared. This one, she's emotionally reacting, which is different. Yeah. So it is. M- I, th- I feel like this one rests more on Elsa than Anna. But at the same time, you know, like, it's their parents' fault for keeping her so, like, yeah. shut in and emotion. It's like she's emotionally immature mm-hmm. because she... Never had to deal with anything. Never had to deal with anybody or anything. And so she's definitely not ready for what's happening. And the troll told her something scary, and now it's coming true. That people would fear... Oh, so fe- many people that point that out. ...would fear her. And it's like... So many people point out that when he says that, he says, fear will be your greatest enemy. He shows her in a scary vision and yeah. then scares her. But saying fear is your enemy. So it made her fear. fear. Yeah. yeah. I was like, uh, whoa. How's that yeah, a good plan? This whole this, movie, she's supposed to That be- shot here is one of my favorite shots. Yeah, there she like sounds a little... But like, yeah, it's like, it's never like completely her fault. And so you're just like... Everybody stop putting so much pressure on Elsa. <laughs> but right. you're also like, Elsa, grow up. You should learn to deal with pressure. <laughs> right I here. I love the sound design and the music in uh, this scene. I did like this. It was. Yeah, this whole part it's actually really kind of creepy Ooh. and like. What do you guys think about Elsa's powers being so vague? Oh, it's so horrible. Again, it's do you think it suffers because they're not explained? No. It Mm-mm. it's no it's inconsistent about her controlling it. Well, but she can't control it. But she does. At the end, especially because at the love, end, and, and, and then especially well, at the very end of the movie, she instantly knows how to fix everything. I'm gonna get to that because I was thinking more about that, and it's a very Disney fairy tale thing. But we'll get to it. <laughs> I don't know. It's I like it's almost like her powers are sort of intelligent on their own. Kind of it well yeah like it, it protects her <laughs> like building the time. staircase and the well, castles like uh, did no, you no. study architecture or something that you know that, how to do that one is okay okay here's the moment she puts Hans in charge and it's like does nobody is nobody else there he just arrived that day nobody else there knows him does mm-hmm. nobody question this is nobody else in charge like is there a I don't know, captain of the guard or and a prime was, minister and, or something. And since Elsa was just coronated, who is ruling the country in their stead? Like, if they, yeah. if she just came of age, they right. would have had a regent. She would who never. Would they, they would have known. And that would have been much more interesting for Hans as a character to come up against because then he would, like, really be able to seem like the good like guy. Like, he's trying to follow Anna's wishes, but this regent is getting in his way. Like, I feel like mm-hmm. that would have been a much better character than Mr. Weaseltown. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's Weaselton. Yeah. Oh, and here's Let It Go. Oh, boy. Uh, it was, it's so, like, the, the tone of it jumps so much when it's, it goes into this and then... Da, 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 da. Yeah. It, yeah. And I was really... You know, Indina Menzel is great, you know? Yeah. But I don't think she was right for this role. Her voice doesn't match the character. No. At all. 
And I found myself listening to Indina Menzel and watching someone else. Her her singing voice doesn't match. Yeah. Mm, no, I don't really like her talking voice really? for, for Elsa, Elsa either. Elsa doesn't talk very much. Yeah, she doesn't talk very much, but when she does, it's not hmm. It's not how I would picture it. It's too... Indina Menzel is too mature-sounding, I think. Yeah, and, I see what you mean. you know, she sounds either wise or rash or that's true you, you know she has a she played the the wicked witch of the west right yeah, yeah. in in wicked and that go uh, that's kind of like her iconic role that i've heard her in and so it feels really weird to have her voice be coming out of this girl who supposed is supposed to be frightened supposed to be frightened and innocent but you know and like scared of herself but powerful and so it's just like it's the wrong tone for this and and i think that i would have liked this song so much more if someone else had been singing it yeah i'm kind of with you but i just i love indina mendel's voice she's so she's such a power singer you know it's so fun to listen to her yeah i don't know i feel like i don't like because to me she sounds kind of nasally a little bit Mm mm-hmm I have a similar problem with Kristen Chenoweth. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> they were both in the same <laughs> same boat. but. Also, it's like, why okay. wouldn't she just like that slip right, right off of that it? That is a complex mathematic, you know, thinking yeah. to be able to arc I'm, a bridge yeah, just the right place that yeah. it would hold. And it's kind of like, did the but ice know how to do that? Did she know how to do that? Yeah. I do notice that her powers take a definite turn here. Like you were saying, she, her control seems to right. not be consistent. But I think it's it's more character related than you're thinking. At the beginning, she doesn't have any control because she's so scared of it. And mm-hmm. here she stops being scared of it. And she <coughs> suddenly has a whole ton of more control. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like one thing. I, I didn't have a problem with what she's doing. I just don't like the song because it's not consistent with anything else. What she's doing. Well, yeah, because the architecture. How would number one? How does she know how to make that? And I, I can't quite tell, but the the architecture, the way it's designed, is not exactly the same as the castle that she grew up in, and she wouldn't have had a chance to see any other kind of architecture. So it's like, how does she know how to make that? But she mentions fractals in the song, (laughs) so she should. Uh, and her dress. Okay. And the dress is the dress made out of ice. I know oh, because yeah. she goes into the castle and it doesn't melt. <laughs> yeah, Awkward. no, but she does other things. It's not just the dress. She gives Anna and skates why, later and on, and it doesn't have any sort of connection to the Scandinavian yeah fashion like, that she knows. What's yeah, with the dress? Like, what the, the heck? The slit up the legs. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like and all of a sudden she's walking in a much more like uh, sassy <laughs> way, <laughs> and like. Yeah, her dress makes no sense. I know why they put the castle in there. You know, in in the fairy tale, in the fairy tale, the Snow Queen captures a boy named Kai, who is Gerda's best friend, and she sets out on this quest to find him and rescue him from the Snow Queen. And so, at the end, she goes to the Snow Queen's castle, and that's where like the end climax part takes place. And so, the the ice castle is like a huge part of the fairy tale, which I can see was right there, but it doesn't make any sense in this context. So there's like a lot of elements like that in Frozen where you can tell they originated from the original fairy tale, but they don't make any sense now with mm-hmm. the, with Anna and Elsa being oh, sisters. I love that moment because it's a setup and it's one of the best setups in this movie. Right. That last one there. 
and hypothermia. <laughs> but what was <coughs> I saying? It would have made much more sense, you know, if like there had already been a castle and like they mentioned it, like you see Anna and Elsa go out to the <laughs> castle in the mountains and spend time together there or something. <laughs> I love this part. <laughs> <laughs> the frozen like, dress. Cold, 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 cold. <laughs> You're just like, oh, oh dear. <laughs> yeah. Hello. Big summer blowout. If there were like a haunted, destroyed castle out there and she built ice on top of it to Ooh, finish right. it or something that would be like even, that, oh, that, that, that would, that would have been, been so, so much cooler better. yeah that way Anna something that they had built in you know set up beforehand when mm -hmm. they were kids or you know something the, the like problem that. with that is that Anna would have known <laughs> the frozen dress. how do they know what a sauna is it's a fairy tale <laughs> <laughs> I think it's funny that he's like he's trying desperately to sell all the summer stuff <laughs> I really like Anna's characters. Like every, they really did well on her character. Yeah. Like every interaction she has, you can really tell. Like there, she didn't just say, "What are you crazy? No, I don't want summer stuff." She was like, "Oh, that's nice." nice. But instead, yes. could I have? Yeah. Like every moment with her character is just really true to her, her character. Those two bits of clothes seem like a lot less than what she puts on later on. <laughs> Like oh, there's I a lot less, yeah. a lot more layers when she actually puts I on. love Kristoff's introduction because they... Really? Well, because they, they immediately show that he's an ice guy. Just from his entrance, you can tell the difference between his life and hers because he's obviously used to being out in the snow. He's fine being frozen. But you know. he's mad about it because he just lost all his business. Yeah. And you could tell that. Huh. I didn't love his interaction, or his introduction, sorry. Because it was like... It, it, it's a very great but show, it, but not tell. It doesn't actually tell you very much about his character, I thought. It what is important does. to set up for his character at this point? That he doesn't really care about royalty. He's more interested in his ice business. So they set up those, but they didn't set up it very well, in my opinion. Like, they're kind of half and halfing it. Because they want you to like him. They don't want him to come in all angry and... I don't know. Huffy. Because they want you to like him. But, I don't know, he felt too mellow in this. To me, it would be a much better story if he came in angry and huffy and more than he is here, you know. And then you get to like him, because then you would be with Anna. And there it felt like he was, like she was a little scared of him, but she didn't have a big reason to. Like if he was more angry and intimidating and stuff, then you would feel... You would be with on Anna's, on the same page as Anna, I, is what I mean. I, I don't have a problem with it just because it's not important. But that's the point. It should be important. Why? It's the introduction of a major character. It should be important, and you should use that, that to say something about the character. Mm. And yes, they said some things, but I don't think they said enough. They could have done yeah. more. I, I feel like yeah. that later on they set it up. I mean, they just in This sets up Hans so much better. You mean Kristoff? Yeah, that dude. <laughs> <laughs> I get their names mixed up. Yeah. Where he's saying what Sven is, what Sven says. <laughs> yeah, like they're setting up his relationship with Sven, but you're also kind of like. But you get who yeah. he is. He just sits in barns and sings to reindeer. <laughs> so and it's the same carrots, you know. <laughs> it's like, he's kind of dirty. <laughs> you get he's uh, he's the farm boy, not quite, but you know. And he has a really pretty voice. <laughs> I really like all of Anna and Kristoff's interactions. They feel 
Real. Real. Yeah. Is that why you like so, Anna and Kristoff together more than you like Anna and Hans together? Right here. She just tossed him a bag with a pickaxe in it. Ouch. <laughs> <laughs> See? <laughs> there was an ice pick it's in a there. a little, little ice pick there. <laughs> Still, it's pointy. <laughs> <sighs> we leave at dawn. I like got the carrots for tonight. Whack. Bam. <laughs> like, it's so comedic, and then she's like, like I didn't mean to do that. And then she's, she's like, like, wait a minute. No, I'm in charge. <laughs> <laughs> and I like yeah. this moment here. <laughs> I did it. And then he's just like, ew. ew. Oh, gross. Oh, share carrots. That's gross. But I love that it's consistent through yeah. the whole movie. <laughs> oh, this moment. <laughs> he's like, he's like, it's fresh lacquer. And then he spits on it. And she's like, ew. <laughs> He says, were you raised in a barn? And here he was in the scene before, just hanging Sleep out in a barn. barn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I also like that Anna's telling him about her engagement, and he's like, wait, you got engaged? Gage? <laughs> yeah. Someone you just met that day? Yeah, he's stuck on that, even though she tries to move on. He's, like, stuck on it for this whole conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Well, to him, it tells him that she's a little wacko. Yeah. <laughs> In case he didn't already know, but. Yeah, she's talking about on his gloves and dirt, and he's, like, warned about strangers. And then she's like, yeah, they did. <laughs> like, right there was the first time you ever see Anna even noticing the gloves, that the gloves are a thing. Mm-hmm. You know. Like, it's not even called up any other like, like, if we just had a glance of her at the coronation earlier, or like, even, looking at the Even glass. in that montage of them growing up, like, yeah. something more to set up what they're... <laughs> <laughs> what if you I'm... don't like the way he picks his nose and eats it? All <laughs> <laughs> oh, men do it. <laughs> She's like, it's true love. I think that you like Kristoff because he... He's really he and kind of Anna go through more, where they have to trust right. each other more. And so you do like Hans because he seems so you know, princely and gentlemanly and all that sort of stuff. And Anna likes him. But you don't feel like they have the same connection that she and Kristoff do, which is why it works. Besides the fact that yeah. Hans is a jerk. But well, be it's because Kristoff is like just as slightly dorky and as weird as she is. Yeah. I really don't like the wolves because yeah. they don't do anything except... Like if they the came back later, it would work maybe in some oh, way. They made yeah. it, they made it harder for them to do what they were trying to do. But that, that's it. Like, it. I mean, they, it destroyed the sled, which comes back. Yeah. But but it, it justifies know. why she needed help, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Christopher! It's Christopher! But this, this scene is really interesting because it, like, it... it makes Anna defy the Disney princess stereotype, you know, she she's not afraid of adventure or danger or anything. Well, they they did that with Tangled already. I know they did. But and, uh, I like that they didn't make her she still needs a lot of help, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. She really needed she's, his help. Yeah, she really does need Kristoff. And you appreciate oh, Kristoff because you're like And yeah, no way. I never noticed it. There is a shot there. What is he hanging on to? Snow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh I love that part. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I like that they're treating. What, what if I hit him in the head? I know. I like that they're treating his sled like a expensive car. Car, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the 
it's kind of funny. It's the one modern thing in the movie that I'm like, okay, that's funny. <laughs> yeah, just wait until you get to Olaf. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, uh, never mind. We'll get to Olaf. In just a little bit. And like, how did the snow not get down his shirt and before when she was dragging him through it? Uh, they're used to it. <laughs> and here we have a character choice moment. I like that she just kind of like, yeah. Uh, he's going to be really mad at me. I'll just let him go. Which would have been better if he had been way madder when he was introduced. Mm-hmm. Like, you, you, like, there's no way he's leaving her to walk on her own. Yeah, this whole this conversation whole is kind of moot because you know he's going to go with her because he's, yeah. he's such but a softie. But would it be if he was a lot angrier and huffier when she met him? Yeah. Yeah. Lassie. In this shot, where are they going? <laughs> I know. Up the mountain. <laughs> yeah. There's no trees. Ooh, all the landscape shots are pretty, right? They look like Lord of the Rings. When I was watching behind the scenes where all the animators actually went to Montana, yeah. was it? And they also went... No, they went to Norway. Oh, yeah, and to Norway to study how snow works. And I saw deep some snow. footage, of, yeah, how deep <laughs> snow, how to walk in deep snow and what that looks like. And I saw footage, there was like all of the animators, like even the guys were in dresses. Yeah, yeah to see how to snow, walk in a dress. <laughs> I think they did that really well. They really got... You never question the snow, you know? Yeah. You do question Sven. Yeah, though. I agree. This part was a little too doggy. (laughs) 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 I do think it's... I do like... He can't compare with Maximus. I'm sorry. (laughs) Yeah. I do like how they... They gave the two... (laughs) They gave the two sides of winter you know there's the harsh cold part Mm -hmm. but then they also showed the beauty of it and olaf just walks in (laughs) (laughs) i like that yellow snow joke (laughs) i really like Anna's reaction (laughs) just kick it (laughs) yeah uh i have a problem with the idea of olaf i really like olaf i know because they He's did him really well. He's not too loud and brash for the the um, what do you call it comic relief character. Mm-hmm. He's not right. too much. But I don't like the idea of him. He doesn't fit the tone of the movie. I don't feel like. Yeah. I, I love the carrot though. <laughs> but he's. <laughs> but later on, he becomes Anna's friend when she really needs a friend. Right. Yeah. And so he does fit in that way. I like his eyes there. <laughs> it, yeah, he's such a Disney side character, but actually, he's so funny. I, I read a thing where he was actually based in a different um, oh, right. fairy tale by the same guy yeah, called like the, snowman. the Snowman. Yeah, about a snowman that falls in love with a furnace. Yeah. Wow. That's actually a really funny setup. Oh, yeah. really who's the funny looking donkey? That's Sven. And the reindeer? <laughs> You're like, oh. <laughs> I do think the dialogue, it was really well written for this movie, except for the stuff between Elsa and Anna. All of that sucks. Yeah. Well, um, it sucks. I, well, <laughs> it's all of Chris. Well, yeah, oh, I found my cell lantern right there. What? Huh? Christoph goes... Uh, how does this even work? And he's like, I don't know. But they hang the lantern on the fact that 
-hmm. doesn't make sense that he's alive or works at all. Might want to explain mm -hmm. what hanging a lantern is. Oh, hanging a lantern is when there's something goofy or unexplainable in the film where the 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 filmmaker actually points to it and has the characters pointed out yeah as a way to say yeah we know this is dookie yeah we know this is kind of weird but roll with it we know you know yeah. mm -hmm. and just the fact that they acknowledge it helps helps the movie and helps you um kind of suspend your will to disbelieve mm -hmm. because you know that the movie is just doing their thing mm -hmm. i i like the idea of this song but I don't like that it's so like he's wearing sunglasses mm -hmm. and talking about tanning. I think that this is the only song that does not move the plot forward. Yeah, this other than the a bit of a fixture upper. That does, yeah, that does some extent. Well, yeah, it doesn't do a very good I job mean, of it though. No, th but I like that this one sets up just him wanting summer and mm -hmm. how ridiculous it is. I think this number, like this number, is really fun, but also it's a little bit like, okay, can we get back to the? Yeah, like I said, yeah. it's not. It doesn't move the plot forward at all. It sets up Olaf's character really well, but it doesn't move the plot. plot I forward. love this moment though. This is my favorite. One of my favorites. And I'll be a happy snowman. Oh man! I love how they can just, they can make you think puddle without saying it. Like, uh -huh. it's just like, whoa. <sighs> I don't like this song. I mean, it's really clever and cute, but it, I, I I think it feels like they just put it in for all the kids who are watching it. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's it's totally that. I think it stems from again the snowman and wanting to set up that <laughs> he, he the whole idea that he falls in love with the furnace and that's kind of the same idea here that he's in love with summertime. Yeah, yeah. and so it's, it comes from that. I don't mind it. I think it's fun. It's a kids movie. Mm-hmm. I I like that song way more than a bit of a fixer upper. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Like that song I left to go to the bathroom. Okay. <laughs> Here we have a major Han scene. And what was with the dudes fighting over the firewood? <laughs> I think it's just supposed to That's that's actually show that the that there's hardship. There yeah. like a, f a few years ago in in one of those countries, I'm not sure if it was Norway or something, there was a TV show that ran a 24 24 hour fire burning video mm -hmm. or or was it fire stacking and there was a whole big war about should you stack firewood wood side up or bark side up and all oh, that okay. i didn't know that was a joke well this scene is interesting because it's the same what you were talking about like if it if Wesselton had been a regent, it's like the same scene but it doesn't work <coughs> because Wesselton has no authority yeah if like okay, if we see the rest of the people, so if it was like the regent and the captain of the guard with Hans against them trying to decide what to do, yeah. and then we see the people kind of gathering around Hans, it's like yeah, we need to save the princess, sort of thing. Like you would like him so much more and really understand the threat that he poses, you know, mm -hmm. later. But here it's like he's already in charge. Why is he doesn't even need to yeah. argue with these people? Yeah, and they just set up a threat to Elsa. Elsa yeah. There. But it's kind of a bleh thread. It's not very. <laughs> yeah. It's not very strong. I like this part. <laughs> I like, I like all the conversations. Ice pick to the nose. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you're not at all afraid of her. <laughs> yeah. Why would I be? She's the nicest, gentlest oh. person. I've been impaled. <laughs> See, I I think 
I really Olaf's like that. really, really well done. Yeah. I don't like the idea of him in this movie. Mm-hmm. This part, this part of the movie feels like it was older, like an older part of the script that they really just left in, mm-hmm. and it's so much better than. Yeah. It's like they had to make the beginning and the end fit around this. Mm-hmm. This is the moment where you're like, <laughs> they were. Where you're like, Elsa really needs help. <laughs> if, if Anna, you mean? Anna. Yeah, that one. This, <laughs> is when, this is when you start to realize that Kristoff, Chris, like, kind of... He thinks he's cute. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah this is like a, the, the more bonding moment, and you like it. I, if, if she has never left the castle, how does she have enough strength and stamina to be outside Well, didn't long? you see her running around racing and... Flying down uh-huh. staircases. Uh huh. Yeah, that explains <laughs> it. Again, this is kind of hanging a lantern. Yeah. There with Olaf, he's like, so there's a staircase. And Even though if they had just found the staircase, it would be, it'd be like, well, that was convenient. But because it's it's pointed out that way, it works. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and this whole scene again. Anything with Elsa and Anna, I think, just fails. It falls flat. It yeah. sucks. I'm sorry. <laughs> I like Kristoff in this. Uh, kind of. Because he, he's just like, ice. I d- uh, yeah, it's I like beautiful. That. It's beautiful. They, they <laughs> <laughs> uh, I wish they hadn't spent so much time on Sven. Eh, it's a kid's movie. But, I actually, but they, they don't actually spend a lot of time. No, it just but has, they like, certain moments. time. With Elsa and Anna. Oh, I, w- right. I think this needed another go-through. The script needed another go-through where they concentrated just on Elsa and Anna's relationship and story. Like, I feel like Anna's really solid with Kristoff. Anna's really solid with Hans. And the side characters are really solid with them. Yeah, it's just Anna and, and Elsa, Elsa, that their story is disconnected. And like you're saying, I think that does stem from Elsa was going to be the villain for a long time. They only yeah. decided to make them sisters. I that one. Last time I introduced her to a guy. On the last draft. <laughs> they, yeah. Uh, they only decided to make them sisters after the the Let It Go was written. Mm-hmm. And that so one they're counting. <laughs> it just, I, it needed another go through to fix Though, this. It, it was not targeted at us, though. It was targeted at kids. Well, that's but Tangled it. And was it has targeted at kids. Tangled is so much better. Tangled will make you But cry. Tangled, Tangled was trying to tell one story. This is trying to tell two different stories is the problem, I guess. Oh, that's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> it should be one, it should story, be one story, story about two sisters, and it's two stories about each sister. Mm-hmm. And Elsa's story really suffers because... She doesn't have any fun sidekicks. <laughs> <laughs> well, not only does she not have any fun sidekicks, she doesn't... We don't get her. Yeah, she doesn't have enough story time to be interesting. And in the BTS, they were saying that they wanted her to be multifaceted, mm-hmm. and she's really not. Mm-mm. You know, it's, because like, we it's like they're trying to make her oh, multifaceted. Well, she is. We only see one side of her, though. We actually see two sides of her, and it's unclear the connection between them. We see her being really scared, and we see her being really strong. And it, but you don't see her conquering her fear by being strong. You know, it's like they're disconnected from each other. Yeah, Olaf doesn't work because she created life and didn't even know it. 
Like, she didn't even know she made him. Yeah, I'm like, why doesn't Elsa just tell her? It's I've... one of those stupid things where normal people would have a conversation about this and not have so many misunderstandings. <laughs> yeah, like, why doesn't she say, I hurt you once and I don't want to do it again? Uh, yeah, it was like... Yeah. It's like the audience knows, but the characters don't know, and so you're, and so the audience is left to be like, hello, people, talk to each other, talk. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I forget that Anna doesn't know because they yeah. brought it up so many times in the story. And it would be a lot better if Anna did discover it and she could help Elsa, you know, think it through. But then uh, there well, wouldn't be any conflict. Right. <laughs> Anna is so optimistic, whereas Elsa is so fearful that I feel like that would be a really cool conversation. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it ain't And there. that really would have justified the end, you know, and mm-hmm. made it made it more powerful. I really, I like how Elsa really is just like, you know, she she really doesn't want to hurt people. She wants to be free and be herself, but she really does care about people. Like, they did a good job of, of painting her not as a bad guy, but it's still she's supposed to be a villain a little bit. That is called musical cheating. <laughs> yeah. Deep, 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 deep snow. You know where you gotta fill it up with the same word. I actually didn't mind that one though, because it felt like just I, like I was like it was too uh, long. Yeah. It fit Anna's character, so they got away with it. But I like this that that Anna or Elsa didn't know that yeah everything mm-hmm. froze, and now she's all stressed about it. And so when she's stressed, there's a storm. I feel like this would have worked much better if it wasn't a song, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. I felt like they it suffered because they were having to sing in rhyme. <laughs> and there's the mirror motif kind of thing there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was noticing that at pretty much you see almost all of the main characters' reflection at some point, looking in a mirror, looking in the glass. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe not Anna's. I think you see Elsa's and Hans. I can't remember if you ever see Anna's. I'm trying to figure out where all the odd lighting is coming from. It's being refracted. And Kristoff. But then sometimes it's very red, and then sometimes it's purple, and then... It's a little bit inconsistent. So what's happening to the castle? She is becoming very afraid again, and so her control and power is diminishing. But no, I mean, what's actually... It's like it's It's, melting. Yeah. But that goes opposite what everything else is. Okay, so this guy actually is from the... Um, fairy tale, the original fairy tale as well. I mean, he wasn't a rock monster. <coughs> yeah, for those of you who are listening no. and not watching, it's the big snow monster guy. I love that they just pan across Sven, Sven with his <laughs> tongue stuck to the <laughs> stairs. Feisty pants. Yeah. <laughs> Calm down, feisty pants. So, yeah, when Greta reaches the <laughs> Snow Queen's castle, she is uh, met with an army of snowflakes, snow snakes, and snow monsters. Hmm. That she has to get through, which she gets through by singing the Lord's Prayer, and her breath turns into angels. Um, that's that's the fairy tale. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> and did you know when she threw the snowball, Anna was left-handed? Oh, I didn't know. That. Oh, I like that one word. It's like just show they're clumsy; they don't know what you're they're doing. Yeah. I, uh, I don't like this snow monster. Me either. 
It's and like, here's the payoff. Bam. Bam. I really like that one because it's like it's subtle, but yeah. Again, this sequence is really good. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're like, oh, it's Anna and Kristoff. They're bonding. <laughs> like, they're, they're taking care of each other. And so you feel like he... He's just way more protective of her than Hans is. Like, you're like, you like Hans because he's, like, honoring her wishes and being the nice guy. But Kristoff <laughs> is actually taking care of her and Olaf. Uh, I like all of Olaf's jokes. They're Me. funny. Yeah. <laughs> They're not dumb like a lot of side characters. Jokes are. I think though one of my favorite of his is coming up. The skull part. Oh, I don't have, have a skull. skull. <laughs> like the, the, the timing on that was perfect. Do you think Olaf's more funny if you're older? Yes. yes. I feel like he's not as funny to little kids. No. I mean, he's cute, and so he's really popular with little kids, but they actually wrote him really smart mm -hmm. yeah. so that he wouldn't be extremely dumb. He's almost like a VeggieTales character in his smartness. <laughs> yeah. Or a Pixar character. Like, yeah. Ow. Ow. <laughs> okay, so the whole freezing the heart thing, we kind of skipped over that. I did like that moment because they set up the freezing the heart, and you're like, oh, no. And yeah, but we've forgotten survive? about it for how all did they this survive time. that? I didn't for really forget about it. I don't think I. <laughs> well, the movie forgets about it. <laughs> Feel my leg. <laughs> I, I don't know. Something always struck me as really wrong with that scene between Anna and Elsa. Part of it is that they're singing. Mm -hmm. That's. Yeah. I think that scene would have been so much better, man. Um. But part of it is, again, Here, they're just not ta talking, you know? Mm -hmm. Maybe that's what the scene... She went all that way to talk to her, and they didn't end up talking. Yeah, that maybe that's what the scene accomplishes, unfortunately, that it feels like they're just talking <laughs> at each other <laughs> instead of to each other. I don't have a skull. Or that was bones. a weird insert. I'm sorry. That shot but it was hilarious. hilarious. It's weird. I thought it was funny. I like... No, no, no the shot itself. You oh, yeah. Totally disconnected from everything. I like this everything. conversation, because it's... It's Anna and Kristoff like trying to figure out what to do. <coughs> because I feel like Anna's growth would be much better if if like Elsa threw her out and then she's like, "No, I'm not taking this anymore. You shut me out my whole entire life," and went back at her. You know, I feel like that I would work so much better for Anna's character. <laughs> Does it look bad? It wouldn't get the story no, to where it needs to go anymore. <laughs> I I like that the fact that she was hit in the heart didn't like nothing really happened right away like they didn't think it was a big thing because you know anna doesn't know about that mm -hmm. it gives and her so, another challenge to overcome and it's a little bit of a ticking clock like mm -hmm. the audience knows something's gonna happen so we're just waiting for it and i i, I don't know so okay so why is this so red in here because it's sunset uh, and because it's reflecting her mood yeah yeah uh, i don't uh, like her conceal don't feel I her, her I think mantra. I like I like it if they use it if they had used it more you know yeah or if it was more like if she was huddled in a corner like I'm scared I'm scared I'm scared don't feel you know it was a way to calm herself down but I don't like they the don't, don't use feel. it that way though I, f I feel like the conceal part is okay but like the don't feel is yeah. so vague and and generic and unhelpful but it rhymes Rachel <laughs> it rhymes. <gasps> <laughs> I like that moment where she's like I'm cold Kristoff like went to like 
hold her, her and, and like, hug her, and there's like that's awkward. <laughs> <laughs> when they do this, when they go to the little spurts of gas, I'm just thinking about Princess Bride. Yeah. <laughs> and here we get a little bit of Kristoff's backstory that doesn't answer any of the questions that nope. we have. Like he said, I think earlier he said, I've seen them do it before. It's like they never, like he saw them do it to Anna. You know, it's like. Yeah, why didn't he kind of like yeah. get this? Because he saw it all happen. I know. Yeah, it's like why didn't they. I did think this setup was kind of cute where he's describing and you, you're expecting like a house full of bouncing people sort mm-hmm. of thing, like a like the dwarf, a dwarf house sort yeah. of thing. And then rocks. <laughs> okay, so why did they wait so long to Because they up? have dramatic timing, mm-hmm. obviously. But, but. Because um, they're trolls, come on. Oh, boy. So they're trolling? Uh-huh. Anna? <laughs> <laughs> I felt like this moment, yeah. But then they just Kinda start rolling down. Long. I don't know. The trolls feel unexplained. The whole world feels unexplained. Mm-hmm. They feel disconnected, and you're kind of like, why? You know... If there was, like, a troll kingdom and they, like, had alliances with the other people or if they were thought of as enemies, like, <gasps> don't go into the woods. The trolls might get you. You know, it felt like they needed a lot more setup. That yeah. would have been good. And all of these random things. The kidney stone. That was funny. <laughs> <laughs> um, they're just like, they're trolls. How does she know what trolls are? And they're like, he brought a girl. And you see his face like, uh-oh. <laughs> Um, so. Does anybody else think of Joe versus Volcano this whole entire yeah, scene? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've never seen Joe versus the Volcano. He's like face palming this whole time. <laughs> I, I like this scene and I don't. It, I think, I think it's the first time, it serves a purpose in that it's the first time that Anna thinks about Kristoff as... Someone I'm trying she to could place love. it, but it feels like they should be in a different movie. Like I it feels know. like they should be in a Smurfs movie or something. Yeah. Like I, but I, I feel like I know the movie, but I don't. They feel like the cartoonized, the cartoonized version of the trolls from Princess and Curdy. Kind of. Kind of. I wish actually, they were a little bit. Scarier? Yeah. Me too. Do they feel like they would fit in a, a world like Tangled better than this? Like, mm-hmm. I don't know, something about no. it. They just don't fit in this world. They would if you set them up, is what I feel. And you made them a little scarier. Yeah, they're so cartoonish looking. Okay, this, I think, does move the plot forward more than Olaf's song. Because, like I said, it gets on a thing. But it also is like the first time that Kristoff admits that he likes her. Yeah. And it also shows <laughs> that he, you know, he, even though he's kind of embarrassed that they're all, like, listing off things that are wrong with him, but he's also like, uh, guys, you know, she's actually got a, a problem, a serious problem that we need to fix. This part's actually scary. But this moment is 
is shown much better and more like heartfelt when he takes on a back to the castle and they close the gate on him. Which is dumb, by the way. He just saved her life with the princess and they close the gate in his face. It doesn't make any sense. Joe versus Volcano right there. <laughs> I, this moment is this troll. She's talking about the love between Anna and Kristoff, but Anna is taking the... the taking it, yeah, for as her, her and Elsa. Elsa. Which I like because, you know, it gives her... Um, you know, it gives it gives her new thoughts about Elsa. <laughs> <laughs> and why is there no snow here? Because they're trolls. Oh, wait, because no, because of the heat from the. And because they're magical, and so they're immune Earth from other gas. magical. Yeah. We don't know what the heck is going on. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know. This whole scene's weird. Yeah. Trollfully, <laughs> she's like, "Wait, what? <laughs> I don't know. It's weird." And then suddenly, everything gets dark. It's like this movie was two or three different things, and they couldn't quite decide what it was. Yeah, yeah. it's an adventure story. It's also kind of poking fun at the fall in love with the guy you've only known one met yeah. for an hour thing but it's also supposed to be a story about two sisters it's i don't yeah. know it doesn't end well on on all of those notes shall we say it mm-hmm. really only ends well on the sister's note which feels wrong because that was, that was the, the weakest plot <laughs> <laughs> line in the whole movie <laughs> That was a nice reminder, her hair. I wish there was more gradual. I mean, they yeah. kind of can't be because it's a kid's movie. It has to be obvious, but yeah. it feels really... Also, if it would be any more gradual, it would be hard to see, even. Yeah. Maybe. But this moment, you're like, oh, Kristoff. Because <laughs> they just said it that he likes her, and then he's like, okay, let's get you so you can Well, the go. first time I was watching it, I, was, I wasn't thinking that so much. I was like, Kristoff's wow, he's a good guy. But then he says, let's go find Hans, and it cuts to Hans isn't there. There. How does he he even know Hans? Because Anna has been talking about him on and on. Okay, this whole scene, if you think about it in terms of Hans' character, makes absolutely no sense. Why? Well, he's he's playing the gallant prince still here, Mm -hmm. obviously. But later on, his objective is to kill Elsa. His objective is to be the king. But, again... Because we're so unclear on how the monarchy works in this kingdom, <laughs> can he be the king without one of the sisters? Like, wouldn't they be the queen and he be their his, their consort or whatever? Mm-hmm. Like, could he actually become the king? He would actually have to marry one of them first, which is the whole point of he fake married Anna or whatever. Mm-hmm. But he wanted to kill Elsa because he knew he wasn't going to marry Elsa and she was the queen. She needed to die at some point for him to be king. That's obvious and that's, there's no question, you know. So this whole scene is him playing the gallant prince, coming in and he saves her. Why didn't he just let her die? There's the argument that he was like, he was still trying to trick Anna. Right. But Anna's not there. Well, he doesn't know that. And he's not the one who would have killed Elsa. You know, 
he could have let the guard shoot her and say, I was too, I, you know, I just couldn't be get there in time, and they shot her. And Well, he doesn't well, know where Anya yeah, is. Yeah, right now he's assuming that she is a prisoner of, of, of that her. That was kind of scary. But still, he could let Elsa die if Anna's not there to see. So right now she seems to be able to control her powers quite well and quite precisely. And with this guy, I'm like, dude, just hop over the, the railing and get on the other side of the belly. <laughs> it's hard to hop when you're on ice. They do well in this movie to make it feel like there's actual danger without yeah. killing anyone. <laughs> and do you see he looks up here like he's going to aim for the chandelier right before he goes for the crossbow? I don't know. if yeah, I wonder if that was oh, intentional. Oh, like he like shot like right the chandelier here. on purpose? Right here and then up. He looks up. Oh, so maybe he did try to kill her? That's While looking, clear. looking like he was going to try and save, save her. her? Yeah. I don't know. I don't, yeah, that, that one's a bit... You could uh, It could be interpreted that way. That way. Which, which is hard because it's animated, so it has to be intentional. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Okay, I thought this was an odd... I thought they should have cut back to Kristoff and Anna here, but there's not really anything they're doing except for writing. It felt I'm, weird that Hans could get back to the castle... Before they did. Before... Yeah. With on with Elsa as a prisoner before Anna and Kristoff got back. Also, oh reflection. <laughs> also, um, she's wearing the same clothes. Like I wish they had changed. Like she was wearing something else. Again, Hans is still playing the gallant prince, but why? why? Like why did he? He didn't even have to come talk to her. Well, you know, he's trying to figure out where Anna is. Right. <coughs> well, she is still the queen. But he didn't have to come talk to her. Well, I also... You know, he's putting on this big play. He obviously meant to get something out of this conversation, but he doesn't get anything out of the conversation. Well, I think he's he's still trying to solve the larger problem, which is bring back Summer. And then he thinks he can marry Anna and everything will go back Mm -hmm. to his plan. And so I think right there he just realized that his plan needs to change. Yeah, when she said that she couldn't do it, that's when he realized, well, if we kill her... I wish her, they showed more of that, you know? I wish that... Yeah. They don't have to make him, like, smirk and scowl and stuff that's obvious, but that he's thinking and mm-hmm. he's surprised by what's going on. It just looks like he's really sad and... I do like the so intensity in these scenes. Oh, I like this part where they're like, meet you guys at the castle. Oh. Stay out of sight, Olaf! <laughs> and he's like, I will! And the next thing you hear is, ah! Hello! <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, Olaf. But I did feel like the this had good intensity. Like, the ticking clock is starting to kick in a lot more. Yeah. And yeah. it's helping the movie they're a like, little it's bit. Princess Anna. You're not, like, you're not yeah. thinking as much, and you're just feeling the ticking clock. I really almost wish that Kristoff had met Hans here. Like, Hans had been the one that had been like, Anna, and they like he had to give Anna to Hans. You yeah, know, like, kinda. that would have been so much more. Oh, okay, Chris, look at all these people. Like, he's actually talking to them, and he just, they just shut the gate in his face. Yeah. See, th- this moment would have been, they could have done that same moment of him being, being shut out if he had to give Anna to Hans, and then he was like, well, she's with Hans, so there's nothing left that I can do. So he walks away instead of them, like, shutting him out, you know. The gallant prince. Like, who are all these people? And why are they all looking to him? I know. Are they foreign dignity? 
dignitaries? Well, it's because Anna put him in charge. And he's but obviously in charge. still, he's not the senior person there. But Anna put him in charge. That's what I mean. It's, ugh, I know. Yeah. They needed more world building, and I felt like they had time for it. Like, they could do a lot of it in just little things in the background, and mm -hmm. they didn't have to spend a ton of time on it. I don't know. I like where he's like, oh, but she loves kiss. Like, everybody knows what that is. And the moment. The moment. And switch. Drink. And all of his expressions change. I don't know. I, I think know. it this was a good twist. Loves. Like, it uh, yeah. really kind of dropped you, and you're like, wait, wait, wait. Okay, well, <laughs> what a fun. And reflection. Oh, no. There you go. I didn't see it coming. Mm-hmm. Why does I, he take off his glove? I didn't see it coming the first time well, either. I was reading the trivia on this, and I don't know if it's real, but people take off their gloves when they show their true self. <laughs> uh, like, here, yeah. I don't he, know if he, that's actually true. Mm-hmm. Well, he took off his gloves so he could extinguish the candle. Yeah. But there he said, after we got married, he said that he was going to eventually kill Elsa. So. Well, maybe he did mean to do it with a chandelier. It's just very subtle. Well, he's still mentioning that he wants to bring back the summer. You know, like that's an important goal. So. Yeah. He, it made he, sense that he didn't want to kill Elsa right away without making sure that you know, the summer would come back. But now he's convinced that she can't do it, so she's disposable, and killing her would be the best option. And Anna's going to die anyway, so. Mm-hmm. He's like, you're heartless, huh? Oh, poor Anna. See, okay, it would have made much more sense if, the, okay, the stupid part here is that they believe him when he says, but we just had time to I say our wedding vows, which... Wedding vows don't actually mean anything if there aren't other people present. Just saying. Uh, They're not legally... Even then? Mm-hmm. Probably, yeah. Okay. For just such a reason. And uh, probably even more with royalty. Okay. Um, so, like, I think instead of kiss... You know that part where he turned and kissed her? I think... Of I don't know how it would affect the movie, but a smarter move on Hans's part would to say... Be, say something like, well, I won't kiss you unless you marry me, sort of thing. Mm -hmm. And then, like, have a whole little marriage ceremony where people are there. But I don't know how, where it would go from there. But it would be a smarter decision than what he did. Mm -hmm. I mean, obviously, he couldn't kiss her because it wouldn't actually save her. You know, it would be obvious that he didn't actually love her if he kissed her. Unless he said... And, and she wasn't saved. Yeah. But if he got her... To fully give control of the kingdom to him. First. First, before he let her die and showed her his true color sort of thing. Mm -hmm. That would have been smarter, but it would have been a problem also because then she would be married to him. <laughs> they would have to be <laughs> <Yeah>. divorced. <laughs> <laughs> that wouldn't be good in a kid's movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. This, I, hmm. It, it makes Finn a little too intelligent right here. Yeah, that's what I thought. Like, I like if if 
Kristoff had just started talking like he talks with Sven and Sven hadn't got in front of him. You know, Kristoff is the one that says, you know, she's she's going to marry somebody else. You're like, <laughs> 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 it's Kristoff who's thinking that. And if it if it just come out through his conversation, his pretend conversation, air quote, with Sven, like he was just talking about it, like he has done before it would have been better instead of Sven like getting in front of him and stopping him and all that yeah maybe so I guess part part of what's adding to the ticking time clock that's not really clear here is that Elsa's power is getting more and more intense and she's so scared and um, stressed that she's freezing everything even more you know it's not just cold outside she's actually freezing (laughs) she's freezing the buildings and every everything is getting colder and every and everyone is in danger got that big that quick it's a fairy tale (laughs) and did they have matches then uh maybe (laughs) (laughs) this is the scene where you're like Oh, Olaf, because, you know, he's being so, you know, he's being there when he's the only one that can be there for Anna right now when she needs him. And, you know, the line, (laughs) some people are worth melting for. And, you know, he's the one that introduces the idea of Kristoff. Well, he's the one who defines love, which is actually very important. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he defines love as doing something for someone else when there's nothing in it for you. <laughs> <laughs> I like that part. <laughs> Wait, Kristoff loves, loves me? me? <laughs> You're like, some people are worth melting, melting for. So if he had <laughs> melted here, would that have saved Anna? That's a good question. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Is it just any act of true love? Some random act so of true love? Or does it have to be connected to Anna? If Kristoff had realized that he loved her, mm-hmm. but still let her go to Hans, would that have healed her? He I, did that. I well, know. no, he yeah. didn't know he loved her then. Yeah, he did. I, uh, okay. <laughs> so, like, could that have, <laughs> should, should that have healed her? I like, oh, gosh. <laughs> Olaf is so, it seems like one minute he's so wise, and the next is like... Oh. Uh. <laughs> I didn't have to spell it out because it's <laughs> like a valiant pungent <laughs> reindeer king. I did, did like that one. <laughs> Had to spell it out because it's a kids' movie. This whole sequence is my favorite in the film. Yeah. Because it's actually kind of dark and dangerous. And they, they did a good job of showing how weak. But Anna they only is. show Anna. Like, what about the rest of the people in the? Castle, like, did anyone get <coughs> impaled? Like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I the ending Hans falls apart as a character at the mm-hmm. ending. Yeah. Because, well, it's more like everybody else's reaction to Hans. At this point, Anna's the only person who knows that he's not what he seems. But at the end, you'll see like when he gets defeated, everyone's like cheering and stuff, and it's like, I thought you all liked, liked him. him. Like, I know. <laughs> Oh man, the ending is so bad. Um, 
And then this sequence, I love the music here. And then the, the way they set up where everyone is or where, like, the distance mm-hmm. and everything. That's a cool shot. Yeah. The thing is, Kristoff doesn't know that he is on his, his only hope. Only hope, yeah. So why is he so desperate? Well, because he's seen the storm and he doesn't know what's happening to her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But he can guess that it's not good. Yeah. That moment where, this is where the the musical theme from the beginning kind of comes back in, if I remember correctly. But that moment when um, Olaf gets blown away is Mm -hmm. when you're like, that's when you seriously get really concerned for Anna because now she's alone. Right. And you know, of course, Kristoff's just going to barely make it in time because of conflict and tension and all that. This movie makes... It does really well. It's seeming so dangerous without yeah. it actually it, being scary. I right. mean, it's... It actually looks really cold. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I really like this action sequence. It's just a shame how it ends. I know. <laughs> it's a and really then, good lead then, up to a really bad ending. I don't yeah. like right here that they wait so long to show that Sven is alive. You know, when he falls in and then he looks back and then this i know it felt like a tricky moment uh, yeah it, t- it took away like, from the you tension. knew he was going to be alive yeah and they just waited a little too long yeah but i like that he just kind of like okay now it's gone and then we're back into the story it, yeah. it didn't take too much out of it but that animation on his feet and her, when her voice gets so soft like you can barely hear it and he can hear it. Okay. And Hans's whole thing, is he still trying to get her to I think he's down? still trying to figure out. I what... think he's trying to break her emotionally because he's seen her when she's dangerous. He's trying to take her off guard. You know, by telling her that her sister's dead, it breaks her emotionally. And so she... But he didn't know that would happen. I mean, like... He's seen her you know, almost kill those two guys. He knows that she can be dangerous. Yeah, but she might try and kill him if she tell if he tells her that, you know? How did, he didn't know that would stop the ice storm here happening. I'm not sure why it does. It doesn't that doesn't seem logical with the progression of her power from before. Right. The more but emotional she is, the more dangerous. I don't think it's the, the more ice. emotional she is. I think it's the more freaked out she is. And she stops being freaked out. I do like just, the frozen... And just gets sad. Frozen snowflakes. Like, they're yeah. just still in the air. That is kind of a cool idea. I think it would have worked better with the snowstorm stopping if they had really punched that. Elsa cares about everybody else, but the person she cares most about hurting is Anna. And she didn't know that she mm-hmm. froze Anna's heart at that point. The slow-mo animation at, at was any the of greatest this, right there. Elsa has not known that she froze on his heart. I do like that little puff of breath. Yeah. 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 You're like, <gasps> that, I thought she was going to die. I know. I wanted her to die. It's a Disney movie. I wanted her to hug her right here, and then her head goes, okay. and then falls oh, off. Oh, that's morbid. Okay, not only is it a Disney movie, so she can't die, but it's also the point of the story that she doesn't die. I know. Yeah. It's like, you all know she's going to come back. It's like, I, I just don't understand why Kristoff is so sad. Because he's like, 
he knows a true, you know, an act of true love. But none of the, all yeah. of them were thinking true love's kiss. I, that's I do like that they punched Ex- that into your brain. Except yeah. for Olaf. Olaf said, but Olaf was talking generally, and he didn't. He's only apply ever talking it. about act of true love. Yeah. He never talks about it. Yeah. And why did she have to freeze all the way before she could unfreeze? If she was the one who freed herself. Also, freezing or unfreezing from the inside out seems like you'd break something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, and here is where the movie like ends. The good movie ends, and then the bad movie starts. This this part <laughs> okay. right here, all this, this part, dialogue right here. The love here. part, that is from the fairy tale. But like, I mean, just how like, there's uh, no subtext here. Yeah. Uh, and Olaf th- has to explain you, it. We got yeah. it. Thanks, Olaf. And then she instantly knows how to fix everything perfectly. Uh, I have such a big problem with that because love is not... The love that they talked about that could thaw was not an emotion. It was an action. Yeah. And, and Elsa is doing no action. She's having an emotion, and since her powers seem to be attached to her emotions, it's creating an action in in her power, and that is what makes it feel really unreal. I know what can fix it. Do tell. Okay, so, um, the, kind of the whole theme behind Frozen is that you love Will saw a frozen heart, right? So. They just needed to punch it more. And uh, we were watching the behind the scenes and the director of Frozen was really talking about what he, his idea about fear, about Elsa, that was her problem when she was so fearful. So you'd have to, and this would go a long way toward expanding Elsa's character too, if you really punched with the audience that she was afraid of people. Mm-hmm. You know, not just afraid of her powers, but because she was afraid of what her powers could do, she's also afraid of being around people and afraid of people so that whenever we see people from Elsa's point of view, they're scary, you know? And the only person she really isn't afraid of is Anna. And so here at the end where she goes, oh, love will thaw, she looks around, she sees all the people frozen, and for the first time she sees them as something to care about and not to be scared of. And there you have a, uh, what do you call it? An impetus for an emotion? Is that the right mm. term? Yeah, I guess. Where or just a reason. A, yeah, a reason where she looks around, she sees all the people, and she, yeah, she doesn't feel fear, and she decides not to feel fear. The reason it feels fake is because it wasn't a. It felt like it should be a decision on her part, but she didn't decide anything. As it is, you know. Mm-hmm. And so suddenly she's changed, you know, she's a changed character from this point in the movie on, uh, albeit short, but, you know, she looks different, she smiles, she talks differently, she walks differently. And, and you, <laughs> in real life that doesn't happen without some serious, you know, well, <laughs> repentance, but. <laughs> I like Sven here. <laughs> she's like, oh, <laughs> Uh, the s- new sleigh. But, you know, in, in real life, a change in a person doesn't happen like that. And even though it's a Disney movie, it still doesn't make sense and it doesn't... Yeah, wouldn't it, it does be... It does not believable. It, it would actually have to be, like, Elsa just letting go, ha, 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 of her wrong ideas about needing to hide 
and needing to fear. And mm-hmm. to, to have her actually repent of that to Anna, I'm sorry I shut you out all those years. I'm sorry, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. That would make me cry. Right. You yeah. know, yeah. that would get you to tangled level. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> you're, you're right, because then that would really... She's choosing to let go of that mindset that is <laughs> crippling her. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Sven and Olaf being funny together, but yeah. I guess, uh, yeah, I, it needed another draft to go through Elsa's character. And a new ending. I don't mind the ending. I don't mind this ending because it's showing right, I mean, It's yeah. showing how yeah. people are not fearing her anymore. And it's setting her free to be. A new way to fix the world. I yeah. think, fix what she had done. Ah. Uh, mm. We're never closing the gates again. Unless somebody attacks. Actually. Please close the gates if someone attacks. Yeah. <laughs> so if those are made of ice, how can she stand on them? How can they support her? Mathematics. Uh-huh. And what, I'm sorry, Elsa's dress still bothers me. Yeah. yeah. Is it made of ice? <laughs> no, it's made of magic. It's just magic. It's oh, just magic. It's but like that. Oh, that's right. Because you guys remember in Frozen Fever, she makes a whole bunch of other stuff. Or yeah. she like makes a summer dress or whatever, and you're like, <coughs> I'm confused. How does this mm. work? Her powers are dressmaking. Yeah. Yeah. Is, do you guys, is it Demi Lovato who sings the um, I, Yeah, song? I'm pretty sure. I mean, I know she did a version of it. Yeah. So. That's Frozen. Ugh. It could have been good. I know. It could have been great, actually. It could have been really great. Yeah. They just had to hammer their themes out a little bit more and make sure that the characters were actually, you know, following the themes and portraying the themes. Yeah. The middle got all muddled up. It was really good, but it got all muddled up in the themes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm still... I, I like the idea, but I feel like it was kind of a weak for so many characters to have Anna save herself. Like, I liked it in that it was different than the typical damsel in distress kind of a thing. But at the same time, it it cut out all of the other characters. You know what I mean? Kind of. Like, yeah. I, wish, I wish that there had been a way for the story to be different so that Elsa could save her. Mm, I don't know. Well, the thing is, if the whole movie before Anna hadn't been willing to sacrifice herself that would have been the kind of ending that would go along is that the ending is she sacrifices herself that would have made you cry but that's not Anna's character and so it it was completely in her character to put herself in between Hans and Elsa to do that it, it wasn't a struggle on her part I'm not sure that there needed to be a struggle. It just felt like the rules were not clear. Mm-hmm. If you yeah. could, because you, well, I mean, if you could save yourself. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Why didn't Kristoff's act of true love save her or Olaf's or act of true love? You know, love? Yeah. Why? Well, it's, yeah. It felt it contrived. Oh. <gasps> <gasps> uh, so. Yeah. It's just like, there's a bunch of really great 
scenes and sequences and like songs songs <laughs> and a lot of the characters are really good but when you put them all together they just come out as a you get kind of a confused look on your face after you finish watching this movie you're just like huh that was it like it's enjoyable to watch but you're like it doesn't Some, really make something's sense. wrong it's alpha <laughs> yeah it's also unfortunate because of the commercial success of um elsa's character and you know like and and the song let it go you know there is you can <laughs> that song became so so super famous with all of these little girls who are watching it and to me that's like the weakest part of the story and but they built a lot of the story around that song but didn't finish so mm-hmm. it's like i would be much happier if that song wasn't in there no. <laughs> um, but it's kind of like what defines the commercial success I know. of the of the film did, did that song get played on the radio i mean was it on the radio I don't remember. It was on kids' radio. I don't think I listened to the radio very much when this came out. It was just that it was it was the first song that they released. It was like the clip from Frozen, like the very first one, and it was you know everyone's like it's Indina Menzel. It was very. I liked the song. I still like the song. I agree. It doesn't fit in the story very well. I I like the song though. The song works. I mean, I don't like the song enough to build a movie around it the song works much better on its own yeah. or just like well that whole sequence feels like a music video right yeah yeah but <coughs> i don't know i don't think commercial success relies solely on elsa though um a lot of it is anna and olaf not as much as anna actually and anna and elsa together there's like books about them you know yeah. um there's all sorts yeah. of dolls and stuff. But Elsa is by far the cooler character. So, like, whenever a little girl, like, is dressed up for Halloween, or I've done face painting for, like, That's little girls' true. birthday parties. Do you want to be Elsa or Anna? I want to be Elsa! That's true. Snowflake everything. And, you know, it's not that yeah. I mind. It's, re- it's really cool. Like, her look is really cool. But I- I'm sad that the movie made her such a, an unfulfilling character but she's yeah. the cool one and the favorite one and mm-hmm. the one that makes all the money <laughs> I know. Yeah. it's like i would rather be anna because <laughs> anna gets like anna's not as recognizable no. well yeah and yeah <laughs> yeah i think it would have been much better to instead of trying to make the movie about the two sisters if they had figured out how to keep them more separate and the movie was just about Anna because that's like if you imagine it like that it feels much more like Tangled or this girl on mm-hmm. an adventure well uh, so there was a, a movie that came out a year before this in Germany called the Snow Queen mm-hmm. and you know, it was an an- a 3d animated movie they had a much smaller budget, so the animation's not great. I've seen clips from it, but it it followed the fairy tale of the Snow Queen a lot more closely, and it was like that. It was this girl going on an adventure by herself. Um, and it's from what I've heard, that movie's okay. 
So as we are saying, Frozen is loosely based off a fairy tale called The Snow Queen, and The Snow Queen is an original fairy tale written in 1845 by the famous Danish author Hans Christian Andersen, who also wrote fairy tales like The Emperor's New Clothes, The Little Mermaid, Thumbelina, and The Ugly Duckling. So wow. it's like a lot Ooh. of stories that you're very familiar with that he wrote. So it's an original fairy tale, which means it wasn't... Unlike a lot of the older fairy tales like Sleeping Beauty or Cinderella, those are tales that have been around for a long time and then somebody wrote them down and they are considered the author. Hans Christian Andersen actually made up his. Interesting. So there mm -hmm. are, um, he did um, draw inspiration from a different older story for the Snow Queen titled East of the Sun, West of the Moon, which had a lot of the similar themes to the Snow Queen. Um, themes of transformation, sacrifice, long journeys, and unfairness. And... Um, and he chose to twist all, kind of all those themes up, adding themes of temptation and philosophy and intellect and Christian love and charity. So he was a big fan of major themes, obviously, as he was a fairy tale writer. Um, mm -hmm. But some of his biggest uh, themes were about what's called um, Cupid and Psyche, which is the idea of love versus intellect and reason. Hmm. Which is very, so the Snow Queen is very much in line with that where it's about, the, the Snow Queen herself is supposed to be very intellectual and cold and reasoning, which is kind of like the icy part of her character. And then the main character, Gerda, is supposed to be the love that kind of conquers the Snow Queen. Yeah. And surprisingly true, one of the main things they kept the same as in Frozen, the Snow Queen is not about a love story which is what Frozen was supposed to be. Frozen was supposed to be about two sisters rather than a love story. Mm -hmm. um, so Disney, Walt Disney was a major fan of the Snow Queen and he'd wanted to make an uh, animated adaption of it for a really long time, like for as long as he's been making movies, I think, before Snow White even. So it's not an easy nut to crack though because it's a very wandering plot line with many side plots and characters that don't seem to relate to anything else and, and aren't really even connected to the Snow Queen. And one of the hardest reasons it's hard to make into a film is because the Snow Queen isn't there at the end of the story. She's not at the final confrontation, you know, the climax of the story, she's not there. <laughs> and so she's, she's just gone and Gerda comes to her palace and saves her friend and that's the end. And it's, there's no fighting, there's no action, there's no nothing, which is, it's really hard to make into a movie. Yeah. And be, like, super accurate to the fairy tale. Yeah. Interesting. So it was, it's like all of these pieces, they, they remain, they took pieces of it that are still kind of the same to the broad themes of it. Yeah. But they missed the broad themes of it. Yeah. Well, that's because they had turned Elsa into the main character instead of the villain. Yeah, well, I think that's fine. I mean, it's fine to draw inspiration from stuff and to do stories and change them up for kids' movies. I don't have a problem with that. It, my problem's not with the inspiration. It's how disjointed. Well, yeah, I know. Is. I think that they got too far away from what they were inspired from, but they were still trying to hang on to it at the same time. You know, mm -hmm. there's all these elements you could tell were there from the beginning, like the castle and the reindeer is actually a character, Sven. Well, his name's not Sven, but mm -hmm. there's a reindeer character in the fairy tale and, you know, the snowman and the idea of a young girl sets off to find the castle and the snow queen. Like, there's all those elements that are still there, 
but they became disconnected when they decided to make Elsa not the villain. And then it, it's still not connected all the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I, like, the movie is okay with Elsa not being the villain. And yeah. I, I personally can't quite see how they they could turn her into the villain with the way she is now. Oh, well, they could. They made her into a character. Yeah, they made her into a character. They just needed to go a little bit further with her in, in her character development um, in order to make her... Snow Queen from the fairy tale is like the White Witch from The Lion, yeah. the Witch, and the Wardrobe. Like, mm-hmm. I think I said that earlier that I, I'm pretty sure C.S. Lewis drew a lot of inspiration for the White Witch from... She's a little bit nicer than the White the Witch. The Snow though. Queen. Not really. No, she totally rides up in her sleigh. She talks to the little boy and says, come with me and I'll make you my prince. And then mm. he jumps in the sleigh with her and they ride off into the distance. Like, seriously. Ride the witch in the wardrobe. We didn't see that before. Uh, in the credits, they have a... a a disclaimer. A disclaimer saying that the views and opinions of Kristoff that all men eat their boogers is not endorsed by <laughs> Disney. Disney. Or... <laughs> <laughs> it's solely his own opinion. Right, yeah. <laughs> I wonder why they had to put that in there. Did they have to or that joke. was just a joke? Uh, the credits makers had a laugh by themselves. <laughs> Oh, I didn't know there was an end credit. Oh scene. yeah, why did oh. Elsa throw her crown away? Her crown away? Well, cause she abdicated the throne. She didn't want to go back. I know, but <laughs> I was like, <laughs> <laughs> Marshmallow, put the crown oh, on. Oh. <laughs> I didn't even know that was there. But I, I was like, this time around, I noticed that Elsa has the same. Does her hair the same that her mom? did mm-hmm. the same the twisty down the one side with the the bun in the back that was her mom's hairstyle and she had the same little crown thing so i was like i was like when she took off when elsa took off her crown and threw it away i was like isn't that like a a royal like, heirloom heirloom <laughs> and you're just throwing it away i mean like it's not like it's like what's she gonna do with it but you're still like because that's, movie, Lizzie. Yeah, yeah. It bugged me. <laughs> it's like, that's the royal crown, don't throw it! <laughs> <laughs> so, Frozen. Yep. Frozen. There you go. Final thoughts, wrap up. Uh, I'm curious about oh, this oh, potential. Uh, so there's rumors that they're going to make a second one. Oh. oh. Frozen, but it's going to have a Hans redemption storyline. Okay. Uh, <laughs> that's rumors. Uh. <laughs> I, I don't know about uh, that. I, I'd be curious okay. to see that. Oh, I, I watched this theory video. There's all sorts of fan theories about Frozen. Some of them are absolutely hilarious. Like, one of them is that Elsa and Anna aren't actually sisters. And, you know, there's all sorts of fan theories about how they're related to uh, Rapunzel and Tangled and Tarzan and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. But one yeah. is that Hans isn't actually the villain. It's the trolls. They have shown that they are totally capable of manipulating minds, and because there's not enough foreshadowing showing that Hans is the bad guy, it's 
plain, plainly obvious <laughs> that the, partway through the movie, they warped his mind so that he was the bad guy. But all along, he was the good guy. And so this is his redemption story oh. on how he reveals uh. he's not actually the bad guy. It's the troll. <laughs> uh. but, then, but then it calls into question the, like, quality of Kristoff. Well, yeah, they they, they wanted to get rid of Han so that Kristoff could marry Anna. Oh. oh. Uh-huh. No. Yeah. Also, um, Rapunzel is in this. I, in one of the crowd I scenes. I always forget to look for her. Her and her parents are in the crowd hmm. at the very end. Oh, at the very end? Yeah. Hmm. I always forget to look for her. I know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. But like missed potential. Yeah. I think this is the most successful Disney Princess movie ever though, in terms of commercial success. Um, yeah. Um is it? Are you sure? Is, is that are you accounting for inflation? I don't know. I've heard that though. It would make sense if it was. I mean it's still very popular. I know, man. Yeah. <laughs> How old is this movie now? It was I don't 20, think Moana replaced it. 14, yeah. 2013 or 2014 was when it was made. I can't so or released. I can't remember. You know, it's at least three, kind of two and a half years old already, and it's still really, really, really popular. For all the people um. who say that Frozen is better than Tangled, I'm sorry. I'm, yeah. <laughs> I, I, On a storytelling line cool points they get cool points okay the snow idea is good yeah the is this an official ranking system (laughs) cool points the cool points (laughs) they rank five bajillion in cool points Mm -hmm. tangled is not as cool but it's better and it makes you cry well it's because (laughs) it's because the 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 imagery from frozen is way more striking from a yeah. marketing standpoint, and so all of the branded toys and backpacks yeah. and shirts and like everything that Disney made for to sell for the kids, because that's where Disney makes a lot of their money. Actually, is in the merchandising. Mm-hmm. It's so much more recognizable mm-hmm. and you know and clean, because like if you think about Tangled's like branding colors and imagery. They're kind of nebulous. Like yeah, the flowers yeah. are maybe, but you can tell when something is branded frozen just because it's blue and it has a snowflake on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Whereas like all the tangle stuff would be like yellow, purple, or purple. Yeah. Or kind and of pink. pink and pink and that's girly. But and there's <laughs> been plenty of like blonde Disney princesses. Yeah. So. Yeah. But none with long hair. Really long hair. Uh-huh. I suppose Sleeping Beauty had long hair. Yeah. <sighs> well, we'll okay, I will say while. that Frozen Class is over most of the old Disney Princess movies as well. Not Beauty and the Beast. Not Beauty and the Beast. Nothing Class is over Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> I think Mulan is a lot better. Yeah. Well, I still have issues with Mulan. We're going to have to do a podcast it, on Mulan because... But there's less issues. <laughs> <laughs> less issues than this movie. With the movie, the whole movie. I'm as well. not sure about that. Really? I had I issues with Mulan. <laughs> I don't, yeah. Okay, I will say I do. I think that it didn't. It like the setup, so, uh, the setup and plot of Mulan is better. 
I would yes. say that story-wise, Mulan is more solid. Mm-hmm. It suffers because it doesn't have as many cool points. Correct. If they had redid um, Mulan, like now, and give it like an art design revamp, it would probably be really awesome. That's true. I d- something that really bugs me about both of these movies is that the music... They're kind of set in a culture, and the right. music doesn't support it. I in know. Mulan, especially, is worse, in my opinion. Right? Yeah, yeah definitely it's an that. Even more distinct culture. Mm-hmm. I know. I I wish that's what I didn't like about this movie a lot. Like a lot of the songs are very, like I felt like the most realistic song, not realistic, but the one that Culturally, fit the world was the ice song at the very beginning. Like that yeah. one felt the most natural for this world. Yeah, I remember actually when we first watched it and we heard that first number, I was like, oh man, that'd be super awesome if this movie had you know, stayed within the culture, but then, of course, we already heard Let It Go, like, a thousand times before that, so you didn't, I knew that they didn't do that, but I was like, I really liked that first number when we watched it, because it was like, culture, I feel culture in the music, and then pop. Did they use Let It Go in the marketing? Like, I can't remember if they had it in all the trailers and everything. Mm. And did they release? It was definitely released before the movie. Okay. Yes. And it was heavily featured in any of the promo materials okay. for when the movie was released. I remember it being in the trailer, at least one trailer. It was like the background for one of the trailers. Mm-hmm. But it. Does anybody know what Scandinavian music sounds like? Fiddle and accordion? And. I don't know. Yeah, see? Is, is it? <laughs> <laughs> we don't know. I feel like the opening was like trying to kind of maybe put us in that vein, but it didn't. Yeah. <laughs> like I felt like it did, but then we snapped right out of it with, mm. "Do you want to build a snowman?" No, no, no. I mean, the cutting ice song mm-hmm. did, but the the intro music yeah, was the, like the hey ya, hey ya. That I don't know. that yeah. part didn't feel what I think of as Scandinavian music, even though I don't really n- know. No. I mean, it I might be, but if that was the only <laughs> place they put it in, that was kind of badly done. If you're going to talk about Scandinavian soundtracks, I mean, it's not a, uh, on par with this, is like How to Train Your Dragon, which is also kind of Scandinavian set. Uh-huh. That's a much oh, better Viking s- feeling. Yeah, much better soundtrack. I wouldn't call that, I wouldn't listen to that and go, oh, that's Scandinavian, but they had like bagpipes, fiddles, How to Train Your Dragon. Oh, yeah. Well, I was just looking. and I, like whistles. I searched Scandinavian music. And it, the first thing is Wikipedia for Nordic for yeah. folk music, which is like Norway and Scandinavia and Denmark, and and it says that it through Scandinavia, it's dulcimer and fiddle a lot. Yeah, dulcimer. And then yeah. harmonica and accordion later yeah. on. Mm-hmm. And that oh, that would have been so cool. Yeah, would have. Because I love the yeah. Well, like How to Train Your Dragon. Yeah, I love most of that. Some of that soundtrack. Yeah. I like the instruments they use, not how they use them. They could have easily done like more dulcimer stuff in here, and that would have been really cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Less poppy, more dulcimer. Always yeah. a better idea. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you like pop music. Like, like I the did. most the most Scandinavian thing was Big Summer Blah guy. Ooh, Big Summer Blah. Well, and all of them. Um, <laughs> 
Kristoff's look. Yeah. Kristoff yeah. had and a very... And the, the, like, the look of the castle and, like, the throne room. Yeah, like, oh, there was the some... art design was very yeah. Scandinavian. Yeah. But for the characters Except themselves. Except for Elsa's dress. This has been the Airflaps Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Signing off here, this is Annie. And Lizzie. And Rachel. And Max. And over here in the corner, we have Josiah doing our sound mixing. Yo. <laughs> Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. Yeah, it came out in 2013. Um, it stars Christian Bell, Adele Dazim, Josh Gad. <laughs> you did it. Yes, I did. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. <laughs>